0: Hello, welcome to the third episode of the podcast, Different Endings. This episode explores death and the dead, where we get to hear personal experiences of people who have gone through losing a close loved one. Their experiences and reflections help shape them into the person they are today, and it is important to remember their loved one's legacies. Can you state your name and age, please?
1: Uh, My name is Daniel, and I'm 15
0: so my first question to you for this interview is have you ever lost a close loved one
1: yeah i have my grandpa
0: your grandpa and when receiving that news like how did it kind of affect you in the beginning
1: at first at first i was in denial right because i was like out at a soccer game and i got the news like right after and i was like it's like there's no way my first initial like response
0: so were you really close to your grandfather
1: uh kind of I mean like each time like I would like always talk to him each day I would talk to him basically and like he would help me with my homework and everything I don't know we really like we had a strong bond kind of
0: do you have you gotten over like them passing away yet
1: um, yeah, I'm, I will, yeah, I would I say I got over it. Like, it's you been two and a half years already, so.
0: I think just the setting of just overall, like, that abruptness, kind of, about the news, mm-hmm. it kind of also kind of uh, surprised me. I think one reason why is that I've never seen or witnessed a close one like that i like a close loved one I kind of pass away but i've never been to a funeral before and i've also never been able to like witness any of my close relatives pass away and so i guess that was like the first interaction i've ever had and that kind of also affected my reaction towards that mm-hmm. and so with your grandpa right Mhm. When he passed away, do you, did you have kind of, like, regrets?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everybody has these regrets, like, right. when you're with them, like, when they're still alive, you should at least just cherish the moments and stuff, because, like, like people can go from, like, really healthy to, like, being dead, like, they could leave in a car accident or something, and they just die. So, when they're alive, just cherish the moments and stuff, and just be happy, I guess. Or, I guess, but you should be happy. Right.
2: My uh, name is Kevin or TK, I am 30.
0: Okay, so TK, uh, my first question for you today is, have you ever lost a close loved one? And if so, how did that affect you?
2: Uh, I recently, This is actually really recent, um, but yeah, I, my parents basically they had split up and so my mom raised me on by her own, but she would always go to work, and so while she was at work, Uh, my grandma basically raised me, so my mom's mom. Um, and just, actually this past, uh, October, so not, what is it, maybe eight months now? Yeah, because we're almost six months in. Uh, she passed away. Um, and it was, it was hard, like, I I wouldn't lie, I mean, it's it's just weird because, like, I think, um, it's something that, well, as a grandparent, right, like, you never know when they're gonna... Go or I mean any of us really but obviously there's like an age thing right so it's like are they going to go through age are they going to go peacefully are they going to get sick um but of course like with my grandmother raising me uh being like one of my biggest influences uh and more like um the role models like growing up uh it was a huge a uh, huge factor to me so so much that like as she started getting uh more sick and kind of like losing uh, like functionality, like I, I had left my previous job to find a better paying job so that I can help pay for expenses because, uh, I mean, I'm really big on like doing what I love, um, regardless of money. Obviously, like there's a certain amount that needs to, I need to survive, but if I can do it and be happy and be passionate, it didn't necessarily matter, but, um, it was one of those things that I wanted to make sure my family, wasn't uh, burdened by the finances and whatnot, um, whether it was medical or uh, funeral, which, you know, uh-huh. I told everybody, it was like, if she makes it, like, I want to push her down the aisle, and so she did. Um, and it was literally uh, the wedding, and uh, when, that night, you know, when she was leaving, um, that was the last time I saw her, and so she, the fact that she made and she held on meant so much to me and to everybody.
0: Um, if I can ask, what do you think your grandmother had the biggest influence on you?
2: Probably her qu- like her stillness and her patience. Uh-huh. but like that from that hap- like kind of laughter to like her like actually being upset and like yelling in like in Tagalog which is like you know Filipino um, right. uh-huh. or Pangasinan I think is her yeah. dialect. Um it was so rare. It it had it was so rare. It had to be something that was like really really upsetting or really really funny or whatever. Otherwise, it was just always calm. And so I think that I've kind of, I, I get that, uh, I guess, fairly often. At least that's what people tell me. They're like, like you're always so chill. You're, like, you're so calm. Like, how do you? And so I, I think I attest that probably to her. And just like being under, especially under pressure. Um, and like just being able to balance things out when there's a lot of like higher energy people, like being the calm one. Or when everyone's really calm, like, trying to get the energy up.
3: Yeah. So my name is Brendan Valdez, and I am 27. In regards to, like, uh, losing a loved one, uh, I, I, I've I've lost a couple family members, but not in the sense of, like, uh, day-to-day, like, interaction, right? So I right. think there's, like, different perspectives. Like, TK and I, we lost our great-grandmother recently. Mm-hmm. Like, it's upcoming a year. Uh, But he more so interacted with her on a daily basis, Uh, more so myself, maybe like on a monthly basis if I was lucky. Um, So I think what hit me hardest on that particular, uh, that particular scenario was um, she was very vocal about her passing, like she just wanted to die. And I think she was just she just felt like she was that age and that her life was fulfilled. So. I think that's what hits me the hardest in in terms of dealing with that. Um, It's not necessarily the action of like passing away. I think it's quantifying the fact that this person, um, you know, this person knew they were at their end. Right. So that, that makes me think about that a lot. So like she was at her end and she knew exactly when her end was and that she wanted to go. And she kind of, I don't want to say gave up on life, but she was like, she's like, okay, I'm cool with this. You know, like, accepting the unknown which i think is is you know how different religions or perspectives like interpret the unknown of like death right Mm -hmm. like personally myself like going through that whole scenario i i think like in asian cultures we're not necessarily taught how to cope with emotions so uh i think i just take it as face value you know um and just saw it as it is what it is there's nothing we can really do and I think the most traumatic part of losing a loved one is just seeing how everyone else around you reacts because it's such a, a sensitive vibe, right? Like if you see like your family member crying, like you tend to cry, it's just like, uh, it's like an open nerve. Everyone has like an open nerve. So you're very sensitive to how, how everyone else feels. Right. I think that's what affected me the most. So like seeing like my cousins or like my aunt and uncles or like, uh, my other grandparents cry for their mother. Like, I think that's what affected me more so than her actual passing because of how vocal she was, right? right. It's kind of hard to say like oh death is bad, death is good because you don't really know what to expect, right? right. So, right. but uh yeah, for for the most part that's like pretty much how I perceive it. I think it's like uh as an Asian male like going through like the traditional household, you're not really told how to grieve or the proper way to grieve. You kind of get like my parents are my parents are fairly young, but like uh, majority of my family is like up there in like the boomer age. and I, I don't intend to say that in terms of like an insult, but um, it's kind of, you know, they don't really teach you how to express like that you're sad, that you're grieving, uh, that you're upset, or how to healthily go through like the, the grieving process of like, you know, like anger, acceptance, bargaining. So I think the best way to go about it, or like personally how, how I went about it was like looking towards Uh, You know my cousins, TK one of them, my brother and sister, uh, my family members that are vocal about how to grieve through things.
4: My name is Lisa Lee, I am 29 years old.
3: Okay Lisa, so my
0: first question for you today is, have you ever lost a close loved one? And if so, how did that affect you?
4: Yes, so I think the closest loved one that I lost was my grandmother um back when I was in high school um it was it was kind of abrupt um I knew that she was sick for a while but not really knowing like when she was gonna pass and then just one day you know was told that she had passed away and it was really difficult because um like she raised me right like since I was a kid um and like when my parents were busy, she was the one that would, you know, make me dinner, you know, like um, take care of me, basically. Um, and 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 but but the thing is, like, because she was so far away, she was in Korea uh, when when she passed away, and um, I was in the U.S. I, at first, it almost didn't seem real. So maybe that part is like denial at first, perhaps. Um, and then I went through like a roller coaster of emotions, like I would, you know, randomly uh, like be reminded and then just like start crying. And then for me, whenever I face like extreme sadness, I think I try to not remember it as much as I can. Like, I don't know if it's like a defense mechanism, but like I try not think about it. So I, I remember kind of like drowning myself in like a lot of like TV shows, <laughs> just like trying to like forget and like distract myself or like gaming or things like okay. that, just so that I'm not like constantly thinking about her. So it, it was like that initially. Um, and then, you know, after a few months or like years down the line now, um, it's still tough, like, thinking about her, but much more comfortable where, you know, I've accepted it, right? Um, and, like, I know that she's at a much happier place now.
0: What do you think your grandmother had the biggest impact on you?
4: I mean, biggest impact, like, I think she, like, built my character, too, starting at a young age. Because they say, like... You know, the people around you when you're at a young age like helps shape who you are. Um, I know she was very, uh, she like spoiled me, (laughs) spoiled us. You know, like she would whenever she would like make food, like she always gave us like the best of the best. And I think that still reflects to like my taste buds now (laughs) too. Um, And then like before, uh, like she loves to cook. I think like my love to cook also comes from her because growing up growing up like she would she had her own garden like she would raise like fresh vegetables um, and she would always like you know bring fresh produce and like make things for us um, so like things like that kind of helped shape who I am uh, and like my hobbies I feel like um, yeah
0: We look at death as when our game of life has expired. Its rental period is now over and we now have to give it back. The experiences associated with losing loved ones, grief, sorrow, remembrance, reflection. These motions drive our character and strengthens us to who we are in the present. Looking back at the past prepares us for the present and builds for the future.